What are you doing, President Biden? Biden put his finger to his lips, pulling his finger down, gently to pull his bottom lip, just bit him and shushed him. He whispered, call me Senpai Biden. Bubba, ba, shh. Biden then slowly kneeled down, then threw his head into the man's groin and inhaled sharply. <sighs> Better than cocaine, he exclaimed. Better than Jill. No, we're not having a repeat. No, we're not having a repeat of last week. Let's take a drive down. Let's take a drive down Tangent Avenue. Hi, I'm Tasman, and this is Tangent Avenue. Um, yeah, uh, I'm Bryson. Um, in this show, we bring a new topic every week, spanning the incredibly broad to the, uh, the incredibly niche, and we tell each other all about it. And in this episode of Tangent Avenue, we're strapping our seatbelts made of nipples on to discuss the real-life man who inspired the gruesome characters of Buffalo Bill, Norman Bates, Leatherface, the Plainfield Ghoul himself, Edward Theodore Gein, or Ed Gein. Alright. Are you interested? Um, I'm interested. Nipples, man? Nipples on a belt? <laughs> nipples on a belt? Yeah. Nip yeah. belt. Nip belt. Ooh. Nip it in the belt. Oh, yeah. So, Bryson, do you know anything about Ed Gein outside of what I just mentioned? Sure don't. I actually haven't even seen any of those movies, so. Yeah? Yeah. You haven't? Uh, it's like Texas Chainsaw I, Massacre, um, nope. Psycho. Uh, no, uh, I, oh, I might have seen Psycho, actually. Yeah. I did see Psycho. And, okay. Uh, yeah, so he's the inspiration behind those. Hot. Oh, and Silence of the Lamb. I haven't seen Silence one. of the Lamb, so. Okay. Yeah. So, Ed Gein was mm-hmm. born in La Crosse County, was Wisconsin. Oh, La Crosse County, okay. Yeah, Wisconsin. On August 27th, when? 1906. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I was in a public speaking class, and they talk a lot about um, active listening, so I'm just trying to do that. Oh, it's awful. I hate it. So, yeah. All right, well. Mm-hmm. Right. To George Philip and Augusta Wilhelm Gein. Who's parents? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, if you turn this episode right off right now, I would not blame you. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Talk more about his dumb fucking parents. Who gives a fuck, dude? Uh, he had an older brother, Henry George Gein. Uh, his father was an alcoholic and unable to hold a job for long, and Augusta resented him. Assumably, they fought all the time. Henry briefly owned a grocery store in La Crosse County, but he soon sold it to buy 155 acres of farm in the town of Plainfield, Wisconsin, which would become the Gein's permanent residence. Augusta was a big fan of this, as its location was very isolated, and she turned away anybody who could possibly influence her sons outside of what she specifically wanted to mold them into. Because hmm. of this... This can Ed- only make a normal, well-adjusted human being, right? Yeah, of course, because uh, Ed only left the farm to go to school, and most of the time he wasn't in school, he just did chores around the farm. Yep, this guy's not going to kill any animals, luckily. No, nope. He's 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 a great guy, honestly. Um, so, yeah, Augusta was a fucking slut for Jesus, and was a very devout Luther- Lutheran. Whoa. 
was a very devout Lutheran. She preached to her kids that the world was innately vile, drinking is evil, and her belief that all women, except herself of course, were naturally promiscuous and were instruments of the devil. This is uh, true. She- <laughs> it's good. It's good, right? Yeah. Yeah. She she read them verses from the Bible every afternoon, and usually the verses she selected were about murder, death, and divine retribution. So, yeah. Um, so hey, you this either is how get you should raise really, Zade. No. Uh, you, if you read your, uh, your child verses from the Bible every single day, apparently they either turn out like Alistair Crowley or they uh, turn into this this lovely guy. Uh, that's what I'm getting so far. This lovely chuckle fuck. Yeah, chuckle Ed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in school, Ed was very shy, and classmates and teachers have said that he had strange mannerisms, such as random fits of laughter, and his mother punished him whenever he attempted to make friends. Hey, um, just so yeah. everybody's aware... Uh, I'm putting whatever this kid fucking does on his mom. <laughs> yep, that sounds that sounds right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just makes sense, huh? Yeah. Fuck this yeah. dude's mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck Augusta, man. I've never said the word cunt, <laughs> but fuck, man, does she not exemplify it? She does. She absolutely does. Wow. Uh, I hope something yeah. terrible happens to her. <laughs> so despite despite all that, he did he did well in school. Uh, specifically, if I remember right, he did well in English. Oh, well, if he did well in school, who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, very... <laughs> Are you concerned about these kids, man? <laughs> I am. I notably love all children and would never want anything bad to happen to them. I'm famous for that. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you think these parents are shaping them into? Um, probably someone who puts nipples on a car seat. <laughs> That's what I think. Personally. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's wild, uh, like, the similarities in kind of the raisings of the two as far as religion goes between Crowley and Gein, uh, which is super interesting because it's around the same time period, so I imagine, we'll get into it a little bit later, Get Gein reads a lot of stories, uh, he reads Pulp Fiction as well, so he might have read some stuff from L. Ron Hubbard. Possibly, uh, he was one of the most prolific in his time. Yeah, and then also... Uh, likely read some stuff about Crowley because he was super interested in that type of stuff. Um, So I would not be surprised if there's a connection, but I'm not entirely sure. So during Ed's early childhood, he was prohibited from entering the slaughterhouse on their farm. But one day he decided to sneak in and witnessed a pig hanging from the rafters. He witnessed his mother viciously slaughtering the pig. And it was at this point, our dear boy Ed experiences his first ejaculation. Hell yeah. 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 So Talk about Oedipus complex, am I right? Yeah. Relating his mother and violence to sexuality would uh, certainly carry on into his adulthood. So that's good. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
Um, but it it doesn't stop there. When Ed was 12 years old, his mother walked in on him masturbating in the bath, and she poured scalding hot water on him immediately to punish him, saying that genitalia oh. was the curse of man. <laughs> That's fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, his mom... Ugh. Oh my god. Ooh. That's insane. Jesus. Yeah. Did she pour it on the dick? Uh, it didn't specify if it was on his dick, but I imagine so. Yeah, you'd hope so. Um, no. You wouldn't hope any of this was happening. <laughs> well, I know, you wouldn't hope it was happening, but if you'd hope it, like, if it's happening, you'd hope she'd do it right, you know? I guess. <laughs> If this bitch is taking pride in her work and breeding serial killers. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> God, I hope something terrible happens to her. <laughs> uh, so on April 1st, 1940, April Fool's Day, uh, Ed's father, George, died from heart failure caused oh, by... Oh, April Fool's! <laughs> yep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you, Ed. Joke's on uh, you, Ed. You've only got your mom who poured scalding hot water on your peen. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> Get fucked. Because of this, Ed and Henry began to work odd jobs around the town to help with the bills. Both worked as handymen, but Ed also babysat frequently. Well, we both know Ed didn't it. work as a handyman. You know? Uh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, he probably still, uh, he's still on a uh, fucking... Couldn't even fill his hands from the boiling, uh, boiling hot water. Hey, probably not. Ooh, um, yeah. That's my uh, last joke. But the more you learn about this man, uh, the more uncomfortable you're going to be with the idea of him babysitting. Uh, so just keep <laughs> keep that in mind. Hey, uh, honestly, and this might change, but right now I'd rather he babysit than his mom. Than his mom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right now, uh-huh. that might, it might be better. Uh, yeah, so the two were considered very reliable in the towns, by the townsfolk. Uh, Henry also began dating a divorced mother and had planned to move in with her. Henry was very concerned about the way Ed idolized their mother, even into his 30s, because of the shitty way she brought them up and would often vent about her to him. Ed hated this and was shocked whenever he would hear anything bad about his mother. So Makes sense. Um, She's only been nice to him. Yeah. I, I don't... Is that like a type of Stockholm Syndrome, you think? Yeah. Literally, yeah. 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 Okay. I wasn't sure if it was Stockholm only if it was like a like a kidnapper thing. Um romantic or romantic uh partner. I well, I mean given that Stockholm. I mean he does It could be it, romantic. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um yeah. Uh <laughs> he, the first time he came <laughs> Was when his mom butchered a pig in front of him. Yeah. I'm not one yeah. to yuck any yums, but that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, fuck, man. I don't know. I, I, I've I never just, like, randomly ejaculated out of sight. <laughs> I have whenever I see you, pal. Oh, thanks. That's uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just so fucking weird. Yeah. He was young, Um, though, so... Yeah, Yeah. he was, like... I think he was, like, 10, 11. He might have been a little bit younger. 
but mm-hmm. yeah. Toys 101. Why Bad Dragon is better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on. Uh, so on May 16th, 1944, Henry and Ed were burning away marsh vegetation and the fire got out of control and the pair were separated. When the fire was put out, Ed reported Henry missing. They found him lying face down with no burns and they reported the cause of death as heart failure, despite finding bruises on his head and Ed le- leading them straight to the body. No autopsy or official investigation was ever performed. In retrospect, the Plainfield police realized Ed may have killed him. So, yeah, the, the kind of theory behind that is that uh, that they were fighting about his mom again and Ed got mad and killed them while they were working on this job and then just let the fire get out of control uh, to probably hope that his body would burn <laughs> mm-hmm. and then it didn't. Cover up uh, the bruises, but then yeah. again, you only just, you know burned your brother probably alive because he was probably still alive at the time if it was just uh, a bruise uh no the official cause of death uh is uh asphyxiation okay so yeah nothing like asphyxiating your family (laughs) Ooh. okay uh so yeah so dear old ed now only had his mommy left and mommy For is now. right. Mommy's always right. Mama knows best. So, not long after this, she would suffer a paralyzing stroke, um, and Ed would take care of her with great pleasure, as he loved it, and he loved his mom. Sometime in 1945, he and his mother would visit a man named Smith, and they witnessed Smith beat a dog to death. A woman from inside the house came out pleading And this for is Smith when Ed had his second, second. ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a woman from inside the house came out pleading for Smith to stop, but he did not. Augusta was very bothered by this, though not for the reason you may think. Not for the fact that a guy beating a dog to death, but, but a woman a yelling woman, at a man. Yep. There was a woman present, and she referred to that woman as Smith's harlot. Holy shit. All right. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about uh, Augusta so far, man? I hope what kills her is real painful. Um, Yeah, she did soon suffer another stroke, and her health deteriorated very quickly, and she passed away less than two years after Ed's brother on December 29th. Yep. Uh, so yeah, December 29th, 1945, at the age of 67, Ed then had lost his entire family and his best friend, his dear old mommy. Aww. Well, at least he's well-adjusted. Yeah, he, he's very well-adjusted. He, he knows how to live life, uh, very well. There's no concerns about his social interactions or his relationship with sex or anything like that. Yeah, no. He's fine or even boiling water yeah yeah hmm. made some mac and cheese and had some very <laughs> a very <laughs> fucking tense moment <laughs> tell us more about this good boy who can do no wrong yeah ed would hold on to the farm and continue to work odd jobs to make a living as he spiraled into depression he also boarded up parts of the house his mom mainly used the living room upstairs and downstairs parlor while he lived in the rest of the house and his own filth 
living in one room and not taking care of himself or the house. Ed became very interested in reading pulp magazines, adventure stories, and Grey's Anatomy. He became particularly interested in things about human anatomy, of course. Uh, murder, true crime, body snatchers, and Nazis. Oh, hell yes! Hell yeah. Fuck yes. I love yep. this fucking nerd. Uh-huh. So, these these stories would seem to inspire his later crimes. He also became extremely interested in stories about shrunken heads, and seemed to have taken inspiration from a German woman who killed tattooed men and used their skin as lampshades and other types of furniture. Ah, his mother. <laughs> I can only assume that she hated tattooed people as much as every other person. Uh, yeah. 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 Probably. I don't know. So... Although Ed's entire family was gone, he of course missed his mother the most. Though he ac acted upon his grief in extreme and very strange ways, he admitted to digging up her grave and, and I quote, Most nights I would just stand there and have private conversations with my ma. Other times, I couldn't make myself go home without raising one of them up first. And I'll get what that means. Get into what that means. A little bit later. I hope raising one of them up is an erection, because that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, you know what gives me raging heart erections? What? These ads. Hey, Dice Goblins! What? Where are the goblins? Everywhere. They're listening to us right now. They're in our ears. Don't take my wax. Please. It's so precious to me to have the wax. Okay, wax goblin, dice goblins, whatever you need. You guys can visit thetabletopgameshop.com and use the code TANGENT to get 10% off your purchase for all the tabletop RPG games that you need. Oh, I love dice. Give me some of that. Changing from wax goblin to dice goblin? I, I'm both. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a goblin of many stripes. Okay. Any goblin of many stripes? You can, you can be a cup goblin, get some cool cups on that website. Again, that's code TANGENT, T-A-N-G-E-N-T, to get 10% off your purchase. <laughs> Sounds good. come oh. okay cool so um all right um sorry i just watched my mom slaughter a pig okay fair enough hey taz yeah. i got a question for you mm -hmm. do you use marital aids <laughs> <laughs> marital aids what do you yeah. mean well i refer you to bad dragon to figure out what <laughs> i mean there <laughs> just trying to get them to sponsor us <laughs> every episode we gotta you strike me as a man who needs help in the bedroom. Go to Bad Dragon and use code Ooh, Tangent. What a way to advertise. <laughs> That's pretty rad, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get to some questions real quick. Hey, cool. Hey, um, there was a question we weren't wanting to ask uh, answer last episode. So let's start with that one. Yeah, it just didn't seem appropriate to answer it on that question. <laughs> so... Bryson, uh -huh. why don't you like conspiracy theories? And that's a question by Brody. Hey, Brody. Um, 
I don't like conspiracy theories because I think real life is is interesting enough in its own right and I I don't have a lot of time to uh or have a lot of time or inclination to uh theorize about crazy stuff happening when the because normally a conspiracy theory is, you know, we're being controlled or the government or a, a, a shadow organization of some variety is doing something. Whereas oftentimes it's the normal government <laughs> <laughs> or just what it says on the tin. Um, uh, and I find I like making fun of the real stuff more than making fun of something that someone said randomly and often uh, gives very fallible evidence to support. It's fair. But I try not to be a dick about it, uh, unless it's to All righty. So, what question do you want to answer? Yeah. Um, how did we meet, Tez? How did we meet? Um, so, we met... I believe in seventh grade, yeah. although that's not really how we became friends. We did hang out and stuff at lunch and we talked, but <laughs> we didn't really hang out or anything along those lines. Um, it was I do... strange. I was, I was kind of a weird fat guy in seventh grade. I was most well known for being funny. Uh, and that was kind of all I was. Uh, and I wanted, uh, Taz was like, a dude I wanted to be friends with, but I was too awkward to actually do it, so I would just hang around his friends. Uh, I, we had friends in common, like uh, Desmond, great friend. Yeah, uh, We both had, me and Desmond talked about a bunch of stuff all the time. Aaron, uh, we, were, uh, we were both friends with separately. So we did cross a lot. Um, eventually, I became homeschooled, and Tez dropped out of school. So we both had a lot of free time and no one else to talk to. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we, we bonded over Arrow. We bonded over Arrow with. and E3. And Doctor Who. Yeah, Doctor Who is a weird one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of those things we we aren't excited about anymore. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Who, I feel like we were both in... You got me into Supernatural, and I think I got yeah. you into Arrow. Uh, no, actually. Well, maybe. You might have. Because I was still a comic book nerd back in those days. I think I got you into the show because, but you knew the comic. Because I, Mm. um, I remember putting it on and seeing, like, the first scene was, like, parkour. And I did parkour when I was younger, so I was, like, hella into it. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just got fucking hardcore into it and binged the entire season. Uh, in, like... (laughs) a couple days um but it could have you could have been the one suggesting it i don't remember however i do remember uh one of the first times not necessarily first times but in seventh grade before we were actually hanging out um or anything we used to play this game ninja at lunch do you remember that I remember the name. I don't remember the process, though. <laughs> so the process was you would kind of gather around in a circle um, and you would uh, rotate clockwise or counterclockwise. It didn't really matter. Um, uh, starting oh. at someone and you would 
try to uh, like slap their arm or uh, and they had to dodge it. But you could only you would take one turn and you could only move to hit that person and that person could only move to dodge. And then you are frozen in whatever position you landed in. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember uh, that. That was a lot yep. of fun. <laughs> yeah. And I remember specifically, I don't know if I ever told you this because we weren't friends. We were playing that game and you stepped on my toe and you broke my toe. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a legend. <laughs> that kicks ass. Yeah. I like it, it hurt a lot because, uh-huh. uh, you know, I was pulling away at the same time. So you stepped on my toe and I pulled um, at the same time. Oh, shit. And yeah, it fucking hurt. But I, I champed on. I've continued playing. I remember. That's uh, right. Yeah, hell. I don't think I'm I ever so told you that. I'm so glad I dealt you deep damage. <laughs> hey, speaking of broken bones, you want to hear my favorite story about myself breaking my own foot? Sure. Um, I was once, uh, uh, I was child angry, which means, like, I was, it was when I was homeschooled. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was angry about something. I don't remember what. But it ended up... Um, it was like, like I, I, I was walking around, there was a dog toy right next to our couch. And I just like, fuck it, I'm going to kick a dog toy, take some, you know, anger out. And uh, kicked wrong, and my pinky went directly into the corner of the couch. Ooh. And I was kicking as hard as I could. Now you would Ooh. think, Bryson, did you break your pinky? And I would say, no, Taz, I didn't. In fact, the pinky was the only toe, the only bone in my foot that wasn't broken. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, you deserve that, though. <laughs> I did. That's so good. That's um, very good. Hey, Taz. Yeah, see, I, yeah. Oh, no, go on. Okay. Yeah, I... um. As far as breaking bones, like, I've never broken an actual, like, bone outside of fingers and toes. So, so the only bones I've ever broken. And I remember uh, I used to uh, wrestle all the time with my friends uh, because I, I was really into WWE. And there was a point where um, I was at a friend's house and he, gra- like, grabbed my arm and went to pull me up. And I jumped at the same time to kind of... Uh, like try to surprise him and get like uh, get a grip mm-hmm. of him as I came down but uh, instead I jumped too hard and he pulled too hard and I went flying towards the ceiling and my fa- hand got caught in the ceiling fan and it broke my finger and it was oh. a good time <laughs> that rules I love how much injuries that you have for being stupid yeah um yeah. yeah. So that's how we met. Uh, that's how we met and how we became friends, basically. Yes, pretty much. Uh, and we've been friends for too long. Hey, Taz. <laughs> yes. How many episodes before you start talking about cryptids in the Pacific Northwest? This is from uh, Aaron. What a dipshit. Um, is this the Aaron I think it is? No. Okay, then you're Aaron. probably fine. Yeah, an old coworker of mine. Um, okay. So as far as Pacific North Northwest cryptids go, uh, the only one that I kind of want to talk about soon is the Wendigo, uh, which is it's Pacific Northwest, I guess, but it's more it's more North Dakota, isn't it? And North Dakota and Canada. 
Yeah, it's the definitely... Wendigo spe- explicitly is from Canada. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and so that I guess that's kind of the closest that I want to get here soon because a lot of the cryptids like Bigfoot. Um, t- uh, fuck, I can't. Um, hmm. Goat sucker. <laughs> No, Jack that's not Rabbit. Pacific Northwest. The ghost suckers, chupacabras, uh, Mexico. Oh, I but, thought you were just listing other ones. No, uh, I'm trying to think of Pacific Northwest. One. I found a Bigfoot foot. Uh, fun fact. Did you? Yeah, I was uh, camping uh, with my good pal in the day, Colton. Uh, we were up at his cabin, and there was just a massive fucking footprint somewhere. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was up at the top of Warfino. Huh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, but anyways, I'm just not super interested in talking about them for an hour long, simply because they're already talked about a whole lot. What? They're a whole podcast about Bigfoot. Yeah, there are. And don't get me wrong, like, if something interesting happens and, like, there's, like, quote-unquote proof or a video or something, I may decide to do an episode on it, but... In the meantime, because of how talked about they are, uh, I'm not really planning on it. So, Bigfoot, Yeti, uh, Chupacabra. I love the Chupacabra. I might do an episode. Because I think was, it's like, just going to be first... me t- using a lot of goat sucker jokes. Yeah, because uh, that was like the first cryptid I ever really got into in like second grade or something like that. Because there was a um, there was a docu- well, mockumentary documentary type thing that I used to watch. Um, fuck, what was it called? I think it was like un not untold truth um untold his- goat sucking no uh hold on i think his name's josh gates uh, well you're looking yes. into that i will say this uh aaron if you do know of any interesting pacific northwest cryptids uh that aren't talked about that much feel free to suggest it to us in our uh tangent avenue podcast uh facebook uh group or Twitter, or anything along those lines. You can, yeah. any way you can get a hold of us, uh, feel free. Anyways, yeah, his name was Josh Gates. Uh, at the time, he did um, Destination Truth, is what it was called. It's how I got into kind of the paranormal stuff to begin with when I was, like, in second, third grade. Uh, and he did an episode on the uh, on the Chupacabra, and I just got really into it. I found a book in the elementary school library about cryptids. I read, like, all of them. I just got hardcore into them. So I might decide to do one on Chupacabra, but that's still not Pacific Northwest. So I don't know. Yeah. I was really into uh, uh, when I'd look for books in the library, I'd normally look for uh, either magic treehouse books or weird <laughs> weapons. Yeah, I, I read a lot of dark shit. I read shit about werewolves, vampires, cryptids, magic. I was. Magic treehouse, yeah. yeah no, so. nope. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's fun. Old Twister Tuesday or whatever that book was called. I can't remember. Anyway. Twister Tuesday. Okay. Tell us about this Oedipus complex ass motherfucker. Yeah. Um, yeah. In. 1954, a woman named Mary Hogan disappeared without a trace. She was a bartender at a bar that Ed frequented, and he would often just sit and watch her in the bar as she resembled his mother. Though she differed drastically in personality, Mary was a foul-mouthed woman with uh, assumed ties to organized crime. Uh, And when she disappeared, most people just assumed that her past had caught up to her. 
Uh, no ties were made to Gein until years later, though he admitted involvement in a very strange way long before he was ever connected to the crime through humor. While employed as a handyman for Elmer Hewick, Hewick? Uh, Elmer joked, Maybe if you spent more time courting Mary, she'd be cooking for you right now instead of missing. Ed then responded saying, She's not missing, she's down at my house right now. Ed made similar jokes to other townspeople, once straight up saying, I went and got her in my pickup truck and took her home. Ed was very liked around town, even though they did consider him strange, so most people just assumed he was trying to find some sort of humor in Ed's presumable crush's disappearance. So that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. She takes a bath, <laughs> pour some boiling water on her, and just get ready for the night. <laughs> So, people started to get suspicious of Ed when a rumor spread around town that he had a collection of shrunken heads. It was started by a friend of Ed's that he hunted rabbits with. His friend told people that he showed him his shrunken head collection and that Ed claimed his cousin uh, fought in the Philippines during World War II and sent them back from there. Ed once considered trading his farm land for a different house and the people came over and asked him about this rumor. He didn't deny it, in fact he said he did have them. However, I keep finding contradicting articles, some saying that he did have them, some saying that he just read about them. I'm fairly confident he didn't, simply because they're not on the listed items of the on the official list of the items that they found in the house. Though they may have genuinely been from his cousin, so they, that might be why they weren't on the list, but I don't know. Wild. Yeah. Around this time, several Wisconsin residents were disappearing, and Gein was a suspect after his arrest. Though they didn't fight, uh, fit his usual criteria, and there wasn't any actual evidence. There were men and women, and none resembling his mother. Though this didn't necessarily mean he wasn't involved, as serial killers will often kill when they get the urge and opportunity, even if it doesn't fit their usual profile. And on the morning of November 16th, 1957... Plainfield hardware store owner, Bernice Warden, disappeared. A Plainfield resident reported that they saw a, the source truck driving away from the rear of the building around 9.30 a.m. The hardware store was closed the entire day, though this wasn't really cause for concern because the town's residents assumed this was for hunting season and that she was out hunting. So again with the assuming. Uh, Bernice's son, the town deputy, Frank Warden, arrived at the shop around 5 p.m. to find the cash register open and bloodstains in the floor. And Frank reported to investigators that Ed was in the shop the evening before and had told them he'd return in the morning for a gallon of antifreeze. The last receipt Bernice had written was for a gallon of antifreeze, and Ed was arrested the same evening at a grocery store. So, it was right. Yeah, do you want to talk about that for a second or no? Uh, it's kind of, I don't know how much there is to talk about with it. It's just, okay. uh, this yeah. town kind of sucks when it yep. comes to, uh, assuming fucking Ed's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Very much so. So, a Washora sheriff, uh, was searched the Gein farm to discover some very disturbing things. And I'm just going to read off the list of the things that they found. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. Okay. A whole, uh, whole human bones and fragments, a waste basket made of human skin, human skin covering several chair seats, skulls on his bedpost, female skulls, some with the top sewn off, bowls made from human skulls, a corset made from a female torso skinned from shoulders to waist, leggings made from human skin, masks made from the skin of female heads, this Mary Hogan's weirdest. face mask in a paper bag. 
This is the weirdest Etsy page I've mm-hmm. ever heard of. Yeah. Gets weirder. Mary Hogan's skull in a box. Bernice Warden's entire head in a burlap sack. Bernice Warden's heart in a plastic bag in front of Gein's pot-bellied stove. Nine vulva in a shoebox. A young girl's right. dress and the vulvas of two females judged to have been about 15 years old. Christ. Four noses. A pair of lips on a window shade drawstring. Hey, fun fact, four noses is also eight nostrils. <laughs> a lampshade made from the skin of a human face. Mm-hmm. Fingernails from female fingers. And a belt made from female human nipples. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, those, like, DIY craft pages, <laughs> I'm not a fan of them. Yeah? You, you wouldn't shop on be. his Etsy? I wouldn't shop on his Etsy. I don't know, the bed po- the, the skulls on the bedpost is pretty sick. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty fucking metal. Mm-hmm. Very metal. Uh, yeah, so... Ed would wear the skin, and he admitted to doing this because he wondered what it was like to be a woman, and felt it brought him closer to his mother. So it's hard to say if he was actually transsexual or if this was something else, uh, though he did find extreme interest in somebody who knew who had gender reassignment surgery. Um, so, mm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to focus too much on that aspect, though, because... We're both very much on, uh, uneducated. don't have great knowledge yeah. in that field. Yeah, most definitely. And then also, um, a lot of people put, like, relate Gein to, like, uh, transsexuals in general and put a bad name on him, thinking that, you know, stereotyping and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's that's just shitty. Yeah. That's really shitty. Uh, whether Ed was transsexual or not, it does not speak for anybody else besides this fucked up man. I will say to our transgender listeners, if, if you're transgender and you're listening to us, um, we love you. Don't peel people's skin off <laughs> just because you can't get health care. I know it's really difficult, especially <laughs> with the Supreme Court stuff right now, but like, hear me out. Yeah, that's fair. Just move. <laughs> <laughs> we do love uh, the, you. Though. Good job. Yeah. Or, or, hear me out. Okay. Peel the skin off of Amy. Call me Barrett. Yeah. Unfortunately, all of that skin is shit. So that's that's true. All right. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. All right. Is that all you want to talk about, or? <laughs> yeah. No, right. we're not done yet. Okay. <laughs> we still have more to talk about. We've only been through half the list. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when questioned, Ed was completely silent and refused to talk to anyone about anything. After a six-hour-long raid of Ed's house, the sheriff didn't go directly home. Instead, he stopped by where Ed was being held and tried to physically coerce him to admit to his crimes. Uh, I found contradicting remarks here, saying that he did speak, but it was thrown out in court because he was physically coerced. Uh, and I also read that he didn't speak, so I'm not sure which one's fact. 
Uh, however, either um, way, a cab. Fuck yeah. cops. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, he did willingly admit to his crime. Twenty hours later, by that time, he was more than willing to talk. He claimed that he didn't remember shooting Warden and that he fell in some sort of trance during this time, but did admit to what he did to her body. He denied anything to do with Mary's death, despite the evidence of the contrary. Ed also admitted to digging up several graves and stealing either the whole bodies or parts of the bodies to make the things he did, despite the weird sexual aspects of him stealing vulvas and nipples and shit, he claimed to never have sex or eat any of the bodies, though for some reason he, say, he said he would salt the vulvas after taking them, um, he, and he claimed to be a virgin his whole life, but uh, as far as assaulting the vulvas thing, uh, I don't, I'm not a scientist, and so I'm, I could very well be wrong, but I know salt does draw moisture out of things, so maybe he was drying them out. That's right, ladies. Just like Ben Shapiro. This guy <laughs> can pull all the moisture out of your vulva and make it as dry as possible. <laughs> that might be your best joke ever. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Oh my god. Okay. Benny boy. Ooh. Did I do good today, Dad? You did so good today, son. Uh, Thank you. But yeah, he claimed to be a virgin for his whole life. I, I uh, believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm not really interested in explaining his trial. Uh. But when, when faced with trial, he was deemed not able to withstand trial due to insanity for 10 years, and even when he was finally deemed to fit trial, he was still found not guilty for reasons of insanity. He lived out the rest of his days in Central State Hospital for the Criminally Insane until he died on July 6, 26, 1984. He claimed to love the place and that they treated him well. They also uh, claimed he was a model patient and never had any issues while he was there. So I here's what that. I want. He's a yeah. good boy. Mm-hmm. So here's what I want to end on. Uh-huh. When Ed was arrested, the townspeople began to make jokes about them, uh, seemingly immediately accepting his guilt and using these as a coping method for the fucked up things that happened. They called these jokes geeners, and we're gonna go over some oh, of them. Geeners. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, so some of these uh, are real jokes that were told at this time, and some I just found online. Okay, I'm the funniest man in the world, so I will write them. <laughs> what did Ed Gein say to the cop who arrested him? Have a heart. Pretty good. He was the kind of guy that would help you get ahead. Of course, it would cost an arm and a leg. Very good. I like that a lot. <laughs> well done. Why, why did they have to keep the heat on in Ed Gein's house? So the furniture wouldn't get goosebumps. Ooh. These people so, are funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what did Ed Gein say as the hearse passed by? Dig you later, baby. Ah, that one sucks. Yeah. Ed Gein was popular with the ladies. There were always women hanging around the place. Mm, I'll give it a four. And the last one. Have you heard the Defense Department has called on Ed Gein? They want him to ship arms to Vietnam. Pretty good. 
but <laughs> I'll just I'll leave it there. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Uh, so what? What are your thoughts on Idea Boy Ed? Um, it's his mom's fault. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One hundred and twenty percent. It is uh-huh. his mother's fault. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, like he's not. I'm not saying he's a good guy, but like, no, no. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it. it... <laughs> What's so funny, guys? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> hey, did you not hear Zade scream? I heard. Yeah, I did. I assume Maddie th- poured boiling water on him in the bath, but. No. No. Maddie. Bryson says Maddie. Go to <laughs> Maddie. Go to bad-dragon.com. <laughs> Bryson said to go to bad-dragon.com. She said fuck off before you even told her what you wanted. <laughs> what the fuck? I hate your wife. <laughs> oh boy. What was the last thing I was saying? I honestly probably something fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure it was um, about his mom. Uh, anyways, yeah, I. It's definitely his mom's fault. Um, and he don't get me wrong, he kill, could still have ended up being a bad guy if he was raised in a normal home, but the fact that he was raised in this crazy ass. If you look at the way he was raised and you look at his crimes, there is a direct link to, to his like, mom. and I can grant that, like, people grow up with a similar childhood and aren't batshit fucking crazy, and then people grow up uh, in better childhoods and are not, uh, and are and are batshit fucking crazy. But, like, yeah. if, if not for... If you don't want to blame the fact that he's a murderer on her, that's fine. But the method is a direct fucking line from the values instilled on him as a child. Mm-hmm. So, yep. fuck that bitch, and also yeah. fuck this guy. Yeah. I don't know, though. I want that belt. That's a good belt. It's a good belt. I'll also take the, the lips as the drawstring for the blinds. That's pretty good, too. And the lampshade. You know what? I'll take his whole collection. Fuck it. Okay. Yeah. The the fifteen. Except the vulvas in the box. The... <laughs> nope. Okay. I'll pass on the vulvas. Actually, okay. I'll take the bowls, the bedposts, <laughs> the lampshades, uh, and the belt. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Taz That's wants a fifteen-year-old's nipples on a belt. Okay. N- it never said she was fifteen on the belt. Um. Well. Just the vulvas. It's a belt made out of nipples. Yeah. Oh, you need a lot of nipples. There's a lot of nipples. I've got cereal in my mouth. You're eating while we're recording? Yeah, that's a good thing, right? That's what people like. No. I hate you. It's okay. My baby's crying in the background anyway, so... (laughs) It's just a bad ending. (laughs) Hey, let's leave some fucking reviews. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Um... Alrighty. Yeah. This one's from Ryan1990 2017. So cool. Keep it coming. We will, Ryan. Thank you so much for your support. 
hilarious. This one's by No Clearance Podcast. I was cracking up the whole time. Love I'm, to hear it. Yeah, love to hear those cracks. I, I want to hear you crack No Clear Podcast. I want to hear it. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that's that's unfortunately the last review that we have. Yeah, man. You guys got to bump those numbers up. These are rookie yeah. numbers. Rookie numbers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as we said numerous times, go ahead and leave us a review. You can roast us. You can say nice things. You can do whatever you want. As long as it's five stars, we will read it. Yeah. You can even say we're a shit podcast, and if you rate it five stars, we'll and still hey, read it. given the last two episodes, I'd agree. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly. Yeah. 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 This was yeah. my shortest episode, for sure. It was, yeah. Shocking to have a short episode from you, frankly. Yeah. Um, it, it's mostly because I didn't want to go into his uh, his court trial and like his life at the home. I just don't find it that interesting. I mean, really the only interesting thing is that he did, uh, after years after the second time he was, con- uh, he was found not guilty for reasons of insanity... Uh, he, he did try eventually to get out. He wrote a letter of appeal, uh, saying like he was cured and that he was fine. And then he went on trial for that, uh, to see, um, if, you know, he could be in society. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, well, fortunately or unfortunately, unfortunately for him, for sure, uh, depends on how else you look at it, if it was or not, uh, he was denied that because uh i think either two out of three or one out of three of the specialists that was assigned to that case um were worried about him not being cured even though i believe he was in his 60s or 70s at this time so yeah uh, interesting yeah and yeah it's very it's very iffy on if he would be found clinically insane or legally insane um, at this point, like in our time, because uh, he he does remember doing it. He, he does describe doing it in a daze, which is what uh, people who are insane or have psychopathic tendencies or whatever you call it describe. Um, but... He also remembers doing the stuff to his body and doesn't say that he's in a haze when he does the stuff to the bodies. So it's it's kind of a toss-up on yeah. what the court would rule for that. And it's not but, like uh, do, what he did to the bodies is any fucking better than like, yeah, the murder. Sure. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he was only found guilty of one of the murders, however. Uh, the other one, the court and the police decided not to fi- go after just because it was too expensive uh, to go into that and try to mm-hmm. convict him simply because they they didn't have like her fresh corpse in there. Like they for sure could find him guilty for the murder of the second person. The first one, they only had her skull and stuff. And with him doing grave robbing, um, it would have been a little bit harder to convict. Yeah. But, yeah. I just... There's a lot of filler in there that I didn't want to pick through. So I was like, eh, 
we'll leave it there. This is interesting enough. <laughs> yeah. 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 The Etsy shop did it for us. Yeah, um, the Etsy shop is great. Yeah, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Feel free to tweet at us. We're at Tangent Avenue on Twitter. Uh, you can reach me directly on Twitter at Wanna Toothpick with no K at the end. Uh, Taz, where are you tweeting at? Uh, I'm at Zafael. I'm rarely on there, but I do get on there sometimes. <laughs> um, you can. We do have a Facebook page that you guys can like and follow. Uh, we have a Facebook group that you guys can join up in on. Uh, and, you know, ask questions, join some conversations, and meet up with more people from the Tangent community. And we also have a merch site now at teesprings.com. Uh, slash Love to see that. Tangent dash, uh, sorry, slash store. Slash Tangent dash avenue. Uh, links for everything will be in the description because... I doubt you want to type that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as always, we want to thank Julie Marie Artistry for the uh, cover photo. Uh, it's one of the best pieces of artwork, and you can see more of her stuff at Instagram.com slash Julie Marie Artistry. Uh, also want to thank Homesick Entertainment for the intro, mid-roll, and outro. You can find more of their work at YouTube.com slash C slash Homesick. Uh, yeah. And Bryson, what's your uh, stinger? Um... Good question, Taz. Good question. I like that question. It's one of my favorites. Yeah? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about low green guys. Oh, we're not talking about um, masturbation again? Nope. Well, I'm sure we'll find a way, but... We will find a way. <laughs> some of those low green guys hot. Life finds a way. <laughs> this right hand finds a way. Bye! Wait, no. What? No. What? We're not leaving yet. Why? Because I got one more thing. Okay. Suck on my titties. Bye! Bye.